do not remember. Do not remember. Our reading today is from Isaiah 43, verses 16 through 19. Thus says the Lord, He who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings out chariot and horse, army and warrior, they lie down, they cannot rise. They are extinguished, quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. He who makes a way he who makes a way. You know, life gets messy. And sometimes it gets really messy, like a baby trying to eat cake on its first birthday. Messy. Where it's smeared on your face and the table. There's sprinkles of it on the floor. It gets stuck under their fingernails. That kind of messy. Life gets messy. It gets hard dark, and sometimes even scary. We get lost both literally and figuratively. We get lost traveling and miss our exits. And in the same fashion, we get lost in life. We get lost in our grief and our struggles and in our minds. No one is immune to getting lost in any form of the word. Some people are scared of being or getting lost. Some people feel that they have always been lost. And yet others never even know that they are lost. The reality is at some point we will all be lost, even if only for a little bit. If we look back a chapter to chapter 42 of Isaiah, at the very end, it talks about Israel's disobedience. And it says that they plundered and robbed, that they were trapped in holes and in hidden prisons. Hidden prisons. That they were prey with no one to rescue, a spoil with no one to say restore. I think it's safe to say that Israel lost its way. They got off the path. They deviated from the plan that God had for them. They sought what they wanted. They sought their own desires and needs. They got lost in things of this world, things of their minds, things of their hearts, and things of their own lives. Back in July of 2015, July 5th to be exact, I woke up on the floor of my living room in my apartment. Not knowing how I had gotten there, both on the floor or in the apartment. The last thing I remembered was being down at town center celebrating the 4th of July. I'd been alcoholic for many years up to this point 
trying to drink away and drown the pain I was in. That morning I laid in my bed and I cried endlessly. I didn't know who I was, where I was, what I was doing, or how I even got to this low point. I was lost. It was dark. And I was alone. I didn't know which way was up, which way was out, or even which way I came to get into this mess. I felt lost. And I was lost. This was one of my many wildernesses, one of my many raging seas. And God provided a way out for me. It was a long journey, but he gave me the strength to get back on my feet and heal my wounds. He brought people and places into my life that would be a catalyst for my growth and healing. What is your wilderness, my friends? What raging sea of life are you in the middle of right now? Divorce? Addiction? Unemployment? Health? Maybe you're trouble, having trouble with your children or other relatives. Maybe you're struggling with the loss of a loved one or a friend. Or the loss of yourself and your identity. Maybe guilt and shame from your past has gotten you lost. What is your wilderness, your hidden prison? He who makes a way, he who makes a way through the wilderness, a way in the sea, through the mighty waters, he who parted the Red Sea and provided a way out, he will make a way for you, for me. For all people who are lost. If he can and did make a way for Israel, he can and will make a way for you and me. How will he do this, you ask? Well, it's kind of a partnership. God tells us for, first and foremost with his loud and mighty voice thundering across the land saying, Do not remember. Do not Remember the former things, my children, he says. Do not remember the things you have been through. Do not hold on to what has happened. Do not dwell in the past. Do not stay stagnant in what has been. Do not even look back onto the ways that I, the Lord, have worked in the past. Do not hold on to the systems or strategies that even I, the Lord, have used formerly. For I am doing a new thing, God says. Blot out the past. Cover it up. Forgive it. Forgive yourself. Have freedom from it because I am doing a new thing. Do not remember. When was the last time you were allowed to not remember? We have to remember the bills and work and school 
We have to remember homework and kids and meetings. We have to remember appointments and phone calls and emails, all kinds of things. There's always something that we have to remember. But God says the past, forget that. Don't remember that. Free yourself from it. Do not remember it. This past Friday, I was in Richmond presenting verbatims from my chaplain visits to a group of colleagues and supervisors. The verbatim I presented on was from a visit I did with a lady who was struggling with the grief that comes with watching her husband deteriorate from Alzheimer's. I spent 35 minutes with her talking about her struggle and grief with this. When I left the room, it left me with the question that I presented with the verbatim on Friday. The question was, how do you help someone grieve the loss of a loved one who is still alive and with them? Now, that was a profound moment for me to think about. And I thought that I was going to present it to this group and put them in awe and share this profound revelation with them. But in like fashion of people who are much wiser than I, I was countered with something even more profound. One of the supervisors asked me, Kellen, what loss in your life do you need to grieve that is still alive? I fought to hold back tears because I already knew the answer. The answer was the abuse, the neglect, the lies, the unfaithfulness, and the belittlement of my marriages. Because in all of that, I lost me. I lost my voice. I lost my dignity. I lost my ability to ask questions. My ability to speak up for myself and defend myself. And I lost my self-worth. All of the pain is still alive, even though those relationships are not. But this is where God comes in so beautifully and says, My dear child, forgive yourself. All of my dear children, forgive yourselves. Do not remember it. Forgive it. Blot it out because I am doing something new. Because I am doing a new thing. I will make a way out for you. Just as I have parted the waters and calmed the raging sea, paved the way in the wilderness, so too will I and have I made a way out for you. My past is something that I remember. My pain is something that I remember. Though I may never actually or fully forget it, I don't have to hold on to it. I don't have to let it be part of my present day life. I don't have to let the pain control me. I don't have to let the anxiety and stress and fear that I once lived in on a daily basis be the way that I live today. I don't have to remember it. 
I can forgive it and myself. As the fifth Sunday in the season of Lent, the season of less, the season of solitude and reflection, the season of the church that feels the most beautifully dark, God makes a way out. Jesus takes the path, the journey to the cross, suffers death of crucifixion, is buried and resurrected so that we too can find our way back, our way out of the darkness that is distance from God, that is pain, suffering, death, loss, heartache, and hardship. A way out of the season of life and a season of the church that is dark and sometimes unbearable. This is a new thing. Christ made a way for us. Back to God. Back to healing. Back to wholeness. This doesn't mean that you'll be instantly out of the wilderness or the raging seas. But you will have a path to make the journey out. God, through Christ, has provided a way to blot out the past, to cover it up, to forgive it, and for us to forgive ourselves. Have freedom from it, because I have done a new thing. So in closing, I leave you guys with some practical applications in doing this. The first is forgive. Forgive yourself for what you did or did not do in the past. And forgive others for what they did or did not do to you or for you in the past. Then forget. Leave what is in the past in the past. Don't let it be a barrier blocking what God is doing now, the new thing that he is doing in your life. Pray. Pray to God about your circumstances. Be honest and ask him boldly for the things of your heart. Then trust. Trust that the Lord is doing a new thing in you and with you. Thanks be to God.